Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Sap. It's your boy Dave Neal. We got a good one for you today. Episode 320 coming to you live from the podcast studio in Silver Lake, California uh, with my co-host or the co-most, Tasha Courtney. We sit down and talk with our new friend Raquel Pomplin. Uh, Raquel is uh, she's a comedian, uh, model, actress, writer out here in Los Angeles. Uh, she's you know what's great is um, this chat we talk about her um, nine year marriage she's got going on. It's it's not too often you meet someone who's got their shit together in Los Angeles that's also happily married. So we talk about her keys to success with that, and also single gentlemen out there, you might want to uh, listen to this episode. It p- could be a good chance to find out what uh, her husband did to uh, catch to snag. Uh, a catch. Uh, talk a lot about serendipity and communicating in relationships and all that jazz. You're going to love this one. And oh, oh yeah, also, um, this was a fun one for me to find out that she was Playmate of the Year. You know, 13-year-old Dave would have loved to know that he was going to meet a Playmate of the Year. Uh, probably the coolest Playmate of the Year I've ever met, the only one. But uh, super down-to-earth, fun conversation. You're going to love this one. And hey, how about sharing it with your friends? If you haven't already and you're a regular listener, subscribe on iTunes. Write a review. Leave a message. If you have any questions about dating or relationships and want some unfiltered, uh, unapproved, uh, uneducated uh, advice... Shoot us an email, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Hey, sometimes your friends give the worst advice. So instead of, you know, contacting Becky to see what you should do about Troy, why don't you ask us? We'll give you our honest opinion. Uh, I like to read questions and shit like that at the beginning of episodes. So so thank you guys so much and enjoy this. Share it with your friends. And here's our chat with Raquel. I do. I, I sleep way better when I have happy tea before I go to bed. Really? Yeah. You drink it before bed? Yes. Well, because I had it. I had it um, earlier. Like I had it. Like I had it once, like at two, and then I was groggy all day. Really? <laughs> I was so slow and lethargic, really? yeah, and I was like, okay, this is strong for me. I have heard some people say that that like CBD makes them sort of like mellowed out, but for me, like that's a really good thing. <laughs> You're like, thank I'm like, you. I'm so, like, I get anxiety. I'm, like, so wound up all day long. I got hit her with horse tranquilizers. So, this, Especially like, after, like, traffic. She comes home from traffic, and I just throw food in her mouth and try to, like, clo- like turn the lights down, <laughs> light a candle. I make a Mariah Carey music video. I'm like, it's going to be okay. No, it really And then it's like, okay. Yeah. We're, so we're very similar, by the way. In the morning, like, I'm like, oh, chill me out. I can't even, I don't even want to attempt to get through a day and <laughs> Some. I'm gonna try that. Maybe if I have it in the morning. Maybe because I had it with like a big meal. Maybe yeah. that may, it might make a difference, right? Well, I got like right. a I got like a neck thing, so I can't look to the side too often, too long. If I'm I can't watch TV like laying on my side. But the other night, I'm not I'm not, and it's weird because you don't feel it. But the other night, I was sitting on the couch watching TV like with my head to the side. I'm not I'm not lying. That would require hours of me stretching afterwards just because my neck's fucked up. But for whatever reason, it was fine. I'm not saying it's. Because so the this, CBD is helping. It could. I mean, that, I wish you could know. Are I wish, you not believing? <laughs> well, you know how, like, if you take NyQuil, like an hour later, you're like, whoa, this fucking shit is working. <laughs> With this, you can't tell. But 
Here, can I give me? I a think sip? you have to be a little bit tuned in. Like you have to be paying attention. You do. You, know, you do because like you, you don't have the, you don't have the THC. You just yeah. have the CBD, so you we have to pay attention. Tasha had. And by the way, everyone, we're with Raquel Pomplund. Hi. Um, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank this you for exciting. having me. I'm yeah. excited to be here. <laughs> we were talking about the happy tea because I noticed that you were, you were both um, uh, commissioned to, to to test it out. You're <laughs> lab rats. <laughs> we are lab rats. <laughs> I love it. But you know what I love? Like a lot of times they do these Instagram lab rats where you. Where where it's like this and it's like some skinny chick with like you know like mass uh weight gainer like protein <laughs> and it's like bitch you're not using that but but the guys that are watching it are the dudes that are like oh i can get strong and look like and get her and it's over <laughs> but this is like actually cool because it's like hey baby california we're doing it we're doing we it's, cbd it's definitely something that we that we can do because yeah. we do consume this and uh and it's anybody can consume it except for like people under 21 or I other think, right? states. Well, 18 or 20. Yeah, 21. I don't know because it's not so psychoactive. Maybe you have to be 18, but I do know that it's legal in all 50 states. CBD is. Yeah, CBD is. Yeah. And it's in the only thing that in you know, I grew up super straight edge, Catholic, Rhode Island. So like but you're, so like marijuana is the devil. Well, everything was. I didn't swear. <laughs> the devil. We couldn't say goddamn. That was the <gasps> worst swear. Goddamn. Wow, yeah. yeah. Do not really say strict. the Lord's name in vain, you <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. That was yeah. it. Yeah, you can and I remember my stepdad, I remember him. That's a good idea. Yeah, a little bit of bubbles. Carbonated. Sorry guys. So so <laughs> Tasha <laughs> right now mixer over here. <laughs> Tasha right now just ha- made her happy tea with water and ice and then she she put LaCroix. is it LaCroix? La yeah. LaCroix. Carbonated CBD. That is such a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Yeah. This is like it's one like of those little, late night like infomercials. But there's more. <laughs> but there's more. <laughs> here, put some in my don't coffee. Don't get me wrong. I love happy tea. I actually do love it. I enjoy it and I'm consuming it a lot more than i should <laughs> um but it is a little too sweet for me because i'm not a big uh i'm the same way I, yeah. that's what i noticed the first day i tried it and i told all of my followers the same thing i'm not a big like dave loves those pre-workout drinks oh, like yeah. the, so they're you know like the bright <laughs> blue that like gives you a heart attack and those things are very sweet so it I was does like, give you a heart attack this. i'm gonna die but- from c4 energy <laughs> I'm gonna. What does your husband take? What's your What's your work? What That's you, uh, exactly the same. You take C4, bro. Me and you will take C4 and go on a road trip, and we'll just talk. That's That's the weightlifter's cocaine. I've that never, is. Look, I've never done. Cocaine. I've never done coke, but I imagine C4 is way more powerful. I do. I take. I it got is. my friend did a um did like a, a taste testing or whatever, and she gave me maybe 400 packets of it and then also the pre-mixed bottles of it oh, and, wow. and she was like i'm just gonna not i'm not gonna she's like, i'm not gonna use this shit and it makes me it makes my skin itch and i'm like i'll take it and <laughs> i have one of those and i just get on the treadmill like an old lady and i just go <laughs> like, i just go <laughs> yeah it's powerful but like yeah if tashi tashi can't have a no. iced coffee and without. i don't like that sweet taste so i've been doing mine either like half a packet for a full glass uh-huh. of water or like cut it with something else like i'll do like a whole packet but then just keep adding water adding water yeah that's what i did i did i did i did the whole mix and then pour half and then pour half of the water yeah and but then, it would be nice if they had a caffeine option i guess that's just a different type of drink you know well, what I mean? why would you want like a calming thing and like a downer yeah because i'm an Does, extrovert baby <laughs> I, I don't just contradict <laughs> i want to talk to you with energy <laughs> oh seriously uh there's nothing nothing like a road trip that drive through Starbucks when you're just ready to go and you just yeah 
Because like uh, on the outside, I can I can remain calm on the outside, but on the inside, it's a circus. It's there's there's a, a, a lion tamer and there's the dude and the mini motorcycle doing flips on the in the sphere. It's in my head and uh, and that's, that's how I am too. That's how I am but too. That's but that's the ADHD but why would you, or whatever. But why would you need caffeine? On the contrary, yeah. you only want CBD. You're probably right. You know when I have to focus and like write for comedy, I get high because otherwise I can't focus. Like I, I think I can write. Right? But then I'm thinking about bills. I'm thinking about what I have to do. That's the that's the firework of it. Yeah. That's the hard part. Is you like, can think of the most random shit, but it's gone before you write it down. Yes. Yeah. It's so bad. So then I just get high, and then that way I can just focus. That's and you get sillier too. Yeah. <laughs> As Tasha pops her pills, you probably heard. If you listen to the podcast, you probably heard us talk about Tasha's Lyme disease. But she's. <laughs> I haven't taken my pills yet this morning. This is what you got to do. She's so. What do you it. take for Lyme disease? everything i can give you a rundown of what's in this just box. just paraphrase it's a bunch of fish oils it's a bunch and of, well those are the prescriptions over there the orange <laughs> uh-huh. bottles, and then we moved them because they normally sit on the table but over <laughs> on the counter behind you are like 20 more like supplements and supplements and stuff it's all oh, about getting the body right you know what i mean that's awesome like you yeah, can do keeping your immune system boosted as much as possible you can do all the pharmaceutical stuff like she and she does the probiotics the antibiotics all that stuff but then it's like you but need then, that body you, you need, need the fish the oils yeah. all that little shit i don't take any of it but it probably wouldn't hurt if i kind of kept up with you a little bit i don't know i'm trying i have a sip of you're your gonna tea. wait until you're 60 like most men yeah. and then and then hope it works well, you, know what's, you know what's funny is uh my grays my grays came in all at once not all at once but like i don't know if you can see but like i just got my haircut i went from zero to 15 you have no gray no but like right it all happened right so like i don't know like well, the light I, doesn't let me see your grace. yeah okay so but but, but uh yeah short hair and it's only on my right side and i didn't notice you the, don't have them on your left no nope, nope what and i'm thinking like is it what is it the way i'm driving the sunset <laughs> like, i don't I don't, but no, i'm also like it's hitting your you're not you're not sunny side i know but yeah. so so maybe the sun prevents the grays i don't know i don't know why it's on the right <laughs> side only but that's the side you know when i sleep that's the side that's away from tasha so that doesn't matter i would think that i'd get grays on the side next to tasha i thought i just by proximity my grays would approach like just be you know i don't know well but then. i'm 33 i made it a long time you know, i made it you know i had an uncle who was full gray at 18 so i guess i i, passed I had that. an uncle who was full gray at 16 so it is genetics. Wow. It's full so, genetics. So, uh, aside from, so tell us about you. Are you a first generation American here? I know your family's from Mexico. No, right? my uh, actually technically yes. Okay. Uh, my father is half American, half Mexican. Uh, my grandfather is full American. He served the Navy. He was actually in Pearl Harbor, wow. and I, I just found out that he was in one of the ships when they got attacked. What ship was it? Uh, we. It was a really weird name. It wasn't his ship. But he was in that ship because they were rotate, and then they attacked. So he, jeez. He, so he was like on the base though. Like on the, was, yeah. It, well, he was in one of the ships that were attacked in Pearl Harbor. In Pearl Harbor, I wow. just found this out because my husband uh, joined the Navy recently. So oh, con- congrats! Thank, thank you for you. your service. <laughs> Boy, Navy. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. C4. You just start. <laughs> fuck it. Just rowboat the thing. <laughs> He's a little robot. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but anyways, my uncle was telling him about my grandfather because my grandfather and his brother served the Navy. They were both in Pearl Harbor. And uh, and he told me about this ship. And I was like, I didn't know he... I knew he was at Pearl Harbor. I didn't know he was in one of the ships when it happened. So it's pretty... It's pretty... Uh, Scary. Which ship was it? It was... Uh, a... A... 
A Y L W I N A L A L A L A L A L A Boy, way to make a U.S. ship the hardest <laughs> Elwin, yes, Elwin. I remember now. So it was wow. an Elwin ship. I, so. The Navy scares me the most because, and I'm not like claustrophobic, but that just seems. If you're yeah, going underwater, right? you've been in a, su- in a submarine. In Holy a submarine. Shit. That's yeah. so claustrophobic. I'd be like, the pressure's killing me. But I always <laughs> think I would love the camaraderie of it all. I just love, I love being with the dudes. Right? <laughs> it's so, I know I'm glorious. People, people are listening if they've served for like, fuck you. Like, fuck. <laughs> They're like, F you. You know what I mean? Dudes. But like, I love, I love but like. they do have a huge camaraderie. I, 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 I work a lot with uh, veterans. I like to, uh, my, my line of charity work is with the ver- veterans and yes what they have is so unique because only they understand each other to be honest uh soldiers and veterans who fought um that whole military yeah. they have their own little circle and it's so tight really tight and uh it's great but what was that? oh I, yeah, lo- so- I love seeing the old the old guys with their war hats on I love yes. Do, do you dudes. thank them? I always thank them. I for try their to, but I'm also here. I ne- I never knew. I, they need to have a class on this. Growing up, I never knew how to talk when you're walking your dog. I never knew if you're supposed to stop when the other dog owner stop. Like I never knew the etiquette of that. <laughs> I never knew the etiquette of like thanking veterans. You just thank them. My see, I had a friend in high school who used to wear his like army fatigues, but he hadn't even served yet. And we went to a Red Sox game, and he was accepting all these beers from people. And I was like, I was like, look, I'm not trying to sound petty, but I was kind of like, man. You better share some of that because that's bullshit. You yeah, you haven't even gone out there. You're getting these, <laughs> taking these $13 pints of beer. But because there is that out there. Not that he was not, he wasn't doing stolen valor. He was doing like pre-valor. <laughs> but he had committed, I guess, so he was fine. He committed. He, he can be sent at any yeah. time. But um, no, I, uh, yeah, my, my dad was Vietnam uh, War vet. Oh, well, so, yeah, thank he, you for your service. Well, I have nothing to do with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's interesting. It's interesting to see. You know, it's interesting just the brain in, in the soul and, and how it all comes together and, and the impacts that our past have on us and yes. all that. And we focus that energy we, it, with the podcast more on how you we always say it's like, how did your parents fuck you up? But it's like, you know, how you're, how were you imprinted based on your growing it's, up? I and think like, it's both. It's both. It's a little bit of both. Like I was saying before we started recording, I really enjoy, uh, actually I do remember now about your dad, uh, your episode of when you were driving back from, yeah. where were you driving back St. from? St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. He yeah. was in the, uh, uh Jefferson Barracks Memorial Cemetery, two hundred thousand yes. veterans. Yeah, but, which is crazy, right? Wild. <laughs> yeah, I, we had. I'd never been to a. Jeez, oh, I have energy. because of my grandfather. So I've I've been in in a place like that. But the thing is that whether your parents were great or your parents were horrible, you you they have a huge influence in your upbringing and how you think and how you are right now. And you don't realize it until you get to the point of maturity where you're like oh that's why i'm this way yeah that you want to like take a deep look at it dissect it a little bit understand you know because it takes out like holding up to a mirror a mirror to yourself is like sort of a brave thing it's such a brave thing and once you get there everything i feel like everything's clear and easier and then at least you don't you don't need to have an excuse you just need to have an explanation to understand and it's like okay well this makes sense okay how how can i avoid this or how can i avoid repeating or making uh, and that's the key to that's the key to life i think is that if you don't learn how to avoid or prevent previous sort of incidents you'll be faced with the same conundrums yeah. and that and that so, so it's true. like <laughs> hey so if you don't learn from your parents you'll 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 have to date i mean and, and everyone's got to date the asshole the 
the psycho, the, 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 the bitch, whatever it is. Like we all have to date sort of, yeah. somebody <laughs> who's kind of in that, in this zone of toxicity. And it's like, and they're, they're figuring their shit out too. So you kind of just like have to deal with that, that ugliness to find, to, to get to that emotional state where like, and I'm not saying we're there by any means. I mean, like we have, you know what I mean? Like we've got, we still have that reptilian response where if you get too, if you get too close to me and I'm not in the right mindset uh, to like, deal with it i'm gonna clap back real fast <laughs> and i have to realize that like, like i give me a dick sometimes and and it's just like my own inner seven-year-old just trying to protect yourself protect myself yeah, that's what it is and i have to remember like it, it, you know it, specifically with tasha i have to remember you're not trying to hurt me you're not trying to you know you're just trying to fit me into your world and yeah. this and that and it's it the relationships go so much farther when you give the other one the benefit of the doubt you know what i mean it's and hard. you're already like 10 steps ahead by understanding that to oh, be but honest. yeah lot. because there's so many people who can't even see it they can't even see it let alone understand it <laughs> how long have you guys been married for Actually, our ninth year anniversary is tomorrow. Wow. wow. It's nine. so embarrassing because I'm so excited. <laughs> Nine years. Congrats. Thank you. That's Thank you. Uh, so you guys, you, you, you've passed. I, I always say this. Like, I always say, say this on stage. Like, I don't. I don't have anything against marriage. I have something against engaged couples because those, because those are the cocky ones that haven't done anything yet. They're like, eh, this is it. Like we have, we have some friends that are recently married, and it's like, good, good for you. But like, talk to me in a couple of years, you know? Yeah. I mean? So you're nine years in. What? Yeah. You know, this is all about you giving us advice. Then what's the secret? Uh, the secret, and honestly, it sounds very like cliche, but it's true though. Communication. Like recently, we discovered something. I discovered that I don't get closure from my husband whenever we get in a fight. And I didn't realize it, and I didn't realize how much it annoyed me until recently because I was able to like identify it as the problem. It wasn't that we were getting in a fight, which we hardly ever get in, into fights, but when we do, it was always like, it was always like blah 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 blah, and then we separate each other because we're both exactly the same in that term. Like if 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 I'm if I'm like mad, I prefer to walk away and think about it and chill out before I keep hurting you yeah you like i don't i'm the same way i i need space to like process how i think and like yeah. how i'm feeling because because otherwise i'm just going to be throwing daggers and like i don't want to do and I you don't probably don't even feel that you yeah. probably don't even feel that horrible about that person but because you're mad at the if moment tasha or a video game she'd have unlimited daggers she would just- <laughs> The quills just nonstop. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. It's like, when does the arsenal drain? No, it's there forever. She's got that nuclear fuel ready to go. And yeah, it's it's in, it's interesting. I'm because I, I our biggest problem was I, I'm the type who wants to solve things right away. It's life or death right away, and that's dangerous because you need if the other person needs because space. Sometimes you, I'll make it. So, I made it so much worse in so many times because, because you needed to fix it right away. I was this this. Uh, and it was with such good intentions. I've made things worse. <laughs> such good intentions. Where I'm sometimes like, you just need to walk away. Yeah. And but, and then and then you also can see like let's say like I was the one that was harming my husband. Let's say I was the problem, right? And then I walk away because we both made that choice from day one. We're not going to argue when we're mad. We're going to argue when we're both like calm, calm down, and, and then we'll talk about okay, this is what I felt. This is what I felt. Blah blah blah. Right. Um. Many times I've realized that I was in the wrong by doing that. And I was like, you know what? I take that back. I'm sorry. I know why I was wrong. This is what happened. However, I discovered that whenever he's wrong, he would just come back and start talking to me like normal. Yeah. So I would never get closure. Yeah, so, instead of getting an apology, like yeah, some sort like of acknowledgement. Which what I would, always, I would always do. And this is recent. This happened like 
maybe like four months ago, I'm like, you know what, honey? I just realized that this really annoys me. You never give me closure. You never, ever give me closure. He's like, but I communicated What a beautiful him. thing for him to hear that from you. Because you know he, well, it's not it's it's up to the person who doesn't get it to, to explain what they're not getting. Yeah, because we're just not, especially guys. We're not. We don't know. And you're not as complicated as we are. We are oh like gosh, we're right. like freaking. We're like we're like math combined with with like <laughs> we're like geniuses. We're like Albert we're, Einstein. We're math, physics, chemistry, biology, all in one. And, and just when we figure it out, you change the language. Yeah. Now you're doing like math that, in like German. That, like, what it's the like fuck? the song "I'm a Bitch," right? They're like, just when you figure out the season's already changing. Like, yeah. <laughs> nope. And that's part of it that we're cats chasing that laser beam. There's just it, there's the the, the 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 crux is that there's no answer. The answer is communicating how you feel not like there's no cheat code to it you know yeah like i'll, yeah, I'll cut and i'll continually trying like, i'll come in so if i would day. if i would have like the best advice and from what i've learned in my marriage is communicate and and also you communicate with yourself because the moment it's clear to you then you can make it clear to your partner and that's what helped us because now he understands like let's say like two days ago i don't what, what did we argue about and he's like Honey, I have to give you closure. This is what happened. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. You're listening. I appreciate that. Thank you. What, is, what an act of service to give someone what they need. I mean, yeah, like if, if I found out Tasha needed X, Y, and Z, but it didn't fulfill me, like if something else, like my, clo- my, my resolution is happiness. So I'll do whatever she needs for that to be happy. If Tasha said, look, if you just do the dishes, I'll feel better. Uh-huh. All right, bitch. I'll, there's, there's no dirty dishes i'll go make them dirty and I'll i do got them. you i got your happiness yeah like it doesn't that's the e- that, for me the easy part is doing the work the hard part is not knowing what to do exactly and that's really the mishap and not mishap but like the biggest problem in any relationship even hearing it from my girlfriends whenever they're talking about their problem with their spouse or their boyfriend or, or girlfriend whatever the case may be um it's always because there's a lack of communication, even with yourself. Like you don't even know what you want. Yeah. Well, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always that like communicate with yourself and communicate with your spouse and you'll be happy. It's like a best. You tell more your best friend than you tell your spouse. Your spouse is supposed to be your best friend. And it's, and I, and I've had breakthroughs too, where I've, where I, we've had guests on like Robert Candell was one where I was like, I'm a fr- I had to like come to the, the you know admitting to myself that i'm just afraid to tell tasha things and just, you shouldn't it's almost easier to make <laughs> if a, someone is to understand you and listen to you 100 percent without judging as her yeah you know what, you know what's crazy too is um this is what's crazy because i love it i love it when tasha goes out with her girlfriends i think it's great for for any woman to be out to have that core group that makes uh-huh. you feel good it's you can Same talk about men. shit you can't Same with men yeah yeah and i just naturally get it through stand up and just i i go to the places and whoever's there it's a very it's a sandbox mm-hmm. i go it's there with tasha so so the other night I was coming home and I was like oh, I'm gonna be home early and you're like oh I'm going out to dinner um, with Jade and Andrew and all whatever and and <laughs> and it's like and I'm happy oh, cool whatever but on the inside I'm like I would have never had the balls to be like I'm going out to dinner with uh, Jay and and uh, you know Nick I I couldn't do that but why because I'd feel like I'm abandoning her like I can do it for work do you know what I mean Tasha. Sure, but you know Robert Candell said that's your own personal hang-up. <laughs> Wait, question. Here's a question. Here's a real question. Has she ever expressed that she feels abandoned when you do that? 
Um, I don't. Well, not with stand up. I don't think because I'll if I have shows that are like anything interesting at all. I'll be like you want to come, but usually it's shoes. But I, like I, when when you go to dinner, like let's say you go to dinner and you didn't even tell her, but you just went to dinner. Has she ever expressed, "Oh, you left me hanging"? I don't think so. And honestly, I don't think I'm trying to think of an example where I go like out to the movies with the guys. There aren't too many times where I go out with the guys. I kind of just I get I kind of get that. I kind of get that social life from stand up, but but I don't know. But so I'm just like, we do get that social life from stand up. (laughs) I'm like the fucking balls that Tasha has, where she can, and it sounds so stupid to say this out loud. But then that's something that you have internally that you have to deal with. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, and it's also it also has transpired too from Tasha has, has you know in the past have talked about your ex before. In, in 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 natural ways, where you're like, oh yeah, so you know, and I'll be like, geez, I would have never done that. Like we had we had, I had an ex who wanted um who reached out to to like collaborate with uh-huh. us um, because they are a podcast uh-huh. listener, and I was like, and I it took me 15 minutes to be like, Tasha, look, uh, just I wanted to explain to her that my <laughs> ex reached out to me, uh-huh. and I, and it felt it it didn't feel like cheating, but it felt like wrong you were doing something wrong because i because as a guy I, I i can see the risk there if if uh, i found out tasha was communicating with her ex do you know what i mean it's what the what the society culture has imposed on you because ask my husband he's not part of the show but he's here <laughs> ask my husband i always make him talk to me about his exes because i want him to understand that it's safe and it's okay because sometimes i'm going to be talking i'm going to talk about my husband's and my husband's my ex and excess and i want him to know that it's it, it doesn't come from a place of caring it comes from a place of like maybe reflection reflection whatever yeah. the case may be for him it's so hard to talk about his exes yet because i tell him like no it's okay like i want to know like well, how is she like blah 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 just because i want to know that's because i'm a freaking curious person and i'm a scientist by heart yeah. <laughs> i like to do my research well <laughs> that ex- sounds so crazy <laughs> no that's but that exes are like super bowl losses right so like you don't want to talk about them they happened but it's not you know what i mean <laughs> so, so true so it's a, because it's not a preseason loss that's a one night stand that gone wrong with yeah exes, it's that's like so true. Ev- your parents met your parents thought you're gonna win the super bowl they thought that everyone was like that was a thing right is that a good analogy tasha yeah, that, that is, is a good analogy. the best analogy i know as ever. a Bengals fan tasha doesn't truly know. i don't know what it's like to no, go to the you, super bowl but you understand that but it's like <laughs> We're all chargers. We're, don't worry. <laughs> we all feel like we're special people. We value ourselves. Like you don't date. You don't just date someone to kill time. Like you saw something good in them, and yeah. I have to be okay with Tasha seeing something good in her exes. And there's though. a reason why they're exes too now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, that, and that's the important part. Yeah. So did you feel weird that I brought that up with my ex? Not at all. Yeah, and we were driving, and I was like, <laughs> I didn't wait. I didn't wait on it for a long time, but like I waited till I. I was like, ah, oh, this this could be a business deal, and I was like, man, if Tasha's ex had a business deal for us i'd be kind of annoyed because like like, like a few times tasha had her ex watch the dog and then he's sending photos of the dog and they're all having fun and i'm like <laughs> man fuck you i wipe that dog's asshole when he's sick that's like, my dog now yeah, i'm the stepdad to that dog and i'm not giving him back but it, i had it's, to, but it's I had weird to, but it's only it's all down to perspective and how you see things yeah it, i feel like it all comes down to that um Oh well, I'll say it was just brutal because we were we were literally in in Kentucky at her parents' place building a patio. So we're putting seven hundred p- 
pounds Ooh. of stones, back breaking, back breaking work. And this then she, is what he was talking about, like doing work at your house or your house. What was it? Probably Tasha's. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Her parents are great. They flew us out. We did it in a, the beautiful patio. But yeah. I'm doing this work, and I'm all. I'm just a mule because I don't want to be. I'm not the. Uh, o, I'm not that like OCD kind of like I make every stone perfect. I'm like I'll just carry all the shit. You measure it out, and then like she's getting texts from her ex showing like the dogs like playing by a waterfall and i'm like man <laughs> fuck this shit i'm a fucking chump that i'm but she's not smiling because it's her ex she's smiling because it's her dog. dog yeah but, but for me i was like ugh, you know and and then you know you l- should have l- been like let's take a selfie send him this yeah actually early <laughs> yeah. on yeah. <laughs> holding 800 pounds of stone in one hand go. early on like, in thank our- you this is what we're doing no, and i'm just like i'm 10 pounds from my goal weight i'm, I'm white it's may it's not summer weather and i'm <laughs> bent over now this um but it's you know that that's a weird thing too like we uh early on in our relationship we went on a hike and we ran by we like walked by your ex with your ex's new girlfriend right no with his new girlfriend's dog and he like never wanted to walk my dog but he was out like walking by himself with the dog and dave and i were out with our dog um yeah but like what what was the thing? I think you felt insecure because you like had your shirt off or something. I actually felt fine, but I knew <laughs> I knew afterwards. You know, like we 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 said hi to him, a handshake, whatever. There was no time to prep for it, so it just happened, which uh-huh. is the best. And then we walked away, and and I was kind of like, you, "Do you feel weird?" She's like, "Yeah." Like, and then we kind of talked about it, but it was nice to just acknowledge, like, you didn't yeah, plan like, to see him. Like, I didn't. No, I didn't it's like plan. a little bit of a grimy feeling, but like, hey, that's life. You know, what are you gonna like? Do? I didn't plan for my ex to approach to approach us with something that's like, and if it's beneficial for us then it's it's my own ego and your own ego that but it, but if you did say like i'd rather not get into business with your ex i'd say uh fine fair yeah okay yeah, yeah like that's more important to there's me some than, exes you can be friends with and then there's some exes you can't yeah it, it yeah. all comes down to like how you feel and everything yeah my own personal or preference ha- is just to like leave those doors closed yeah i don't want to see their pictures on instagram i don't want to be friends with them online i don't want to see them out i i just don't want to like open up that door every time yeah true but True. it's still like a town where you might run into them and mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah you just don't and know. And it's fine we're friendly of course you know like I'll always care about these people but I would just rather not have them in my face. That's how I feel too but and most of my exes like I don't talk to I don't even have that many exes guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 31 I've been married for nine years I don't have that many exes. <laughs> um uh, but by the way, you're not allowed to share your age on this podcast. <laughs> She's like, this bitch is saying her age. What Whoops. the fuck? Setting the it's standard. It's very in. public. I can't hide it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, once you get to your thirties, I think there's a pride attached to your age. Yeah, you're like, you're I like, made it. Good. good. I was. We were snowboarding yesterday. And we went up the freaking mountain in snow with those big boots from snowboarding. That's a workout, guys. Yeah. yeah. We got to the top. We walked up to the top, to the middle of the top, actually to midway to the top. So it was midway um, because there wasn't like a lift to midway. But we wanted to start midway because I couldn't remember how to snowboard. So I was like, can we start midway that way? Like, if Wow, I so you hiked get up a there? a little bit of training. We, there's a little like elevator and then hiked a little bit. Maybe like, maybe like, I don't know, like 10 yards. It wasn't that much. Okay. It was a little bit. Just enough to get to, to teach yourself To get something. your heart 
yeah. Ray up. And, uh, and then the first thing that came out of my mouth was, well, hello, 30s, because I, <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Look, you got to challenge really yourself. You're so old and just like out of like, shape. If I was 22, this would have been an easy piece of cake. Listen, you could have hiked that shit if you had some C4. That's all I'm saying. You get some of that C4, you'll be, you'll be surfing up that mountain. I was like, hello, no. 30s. I don't care. But it was great. I remember I had a snowboard, and then we went up the little thing. I just... I'm so scared of, because I, I fell twice before landing from the little seat, you know, the one that carries you. What's it called? The, thing? the lift? The lift, yeah. yeah. From the lift, when they drop you, you have to like oh, yeah, that's the slide part. down. I uh-huh. fall off right away. <laughs> Two years ago, I had, I had I fell twice and I had one concussion out of that. <gasps> oh my God. Although everybody claims that I didn't because I didn't like lose consciousness, but... But I had the worst headache forever. That's, yeah, that counts. So it is yeah. a concussion. And my dad said, yeah, you probably do have a concussion, but it's not a big one. Just take some aspirin. You'll be fine, right? So I'm scared now. I'm super, super scared of the freaking landing of the lift. Like, I can snowboard. I can fall snowboarding, but I can't. I'm so scared of the freaking no, lift. No, the lift land. actually is the scariest part. It's it really so scary. is. Because they don't, like, even if they shut it down because you, like, like they can tell you're, like, really going to take a minute to get up and they like, turn it off. <laughs> Like, it, it takes a minute for that to happen. And you've got people, like, falling over you. So you're, like, on the ground. And they're, like, zipping to the right and to the left of you. And they're annoyed. Of course they're annoyed they, course by the fact are. that you fell over. Yes. And I fell each time. Each How, time. How's your hubby with snowboarding? Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's good. He's, yeah. Whatever. How did you guys meet? <laughs> we, What's that story? Oh, it's a it's a very strange story. Have you guys seen the movie Serendipity? Yeah. Oh, love Serendipity. It's, it's basically Jeremy that. Piven's the supporting guy. The main who's the main guy in Serendipity? It's the same guy from uh This Is Forty. What's his name? Uh, uh fuck. Uh, oh who's, who's, who was also on Friends? No. No, he wasn't on Friends. But I'm confusing him. Josh, do you Am know I Serendipity? Can- they, they, they the guy like writes it or the girl writes her name on like a five dollar bill or something and like it, or like writes her number back, yeah or and then they they both go for the same glove they they both get one glove at, at Christmas for for a gift but oh really you haven't seen this no, oh I this have. is this is just pipeline Dave Neal rom com <laughs> this is great yes you have to okay guys you have super you cheesy. have a date tonight you're gonna watch the end of it yeah okay <laughs> it's an amazing comedy but basically. It was that um, my now sister-in-law and I were friends through our ex-boyfriends. So my ex-boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend were friends. And we met each other through them. You're like, fuck these assholes. Uh, Pretty much. (laughs) They both cheated on us. Jesus Christ. And we both like, send them to hell yeah and then we went partying all the time after that and then she went to like a she went she was from high school i was already because we're three years apart i was already in university and she was going into the universe university so when she went to college to not say that word because it's so long and i can't pronounce it (laughs) when she went to college she kind of like stopped partying she got she focused and stopped partying so we kind of went our separate ways um and then a year later not even a year later, maybe like nine months later, um, my brother's girlfriend at the time, I never met him, by the way, all the time that I party with my with my now sister-in-law, she did mention once that he wanted to meet me because he saw a picture of me on MySpace. I was, was going to say MySpace, yeah. I'm trying to do the math <laughs> So here. long ago on MySpace. Get that and, MySpace game. That's what I'm was, talking about. But she thought it was funny and she never thought of like introducing us because in her head, I was her friend. Yeah. And she's very jealous of her and protective of her friends with him. I don't know why. N- now I know why. I'm <laughs> not just kidding. But uh, she always forgot that I was older than her, too, because I was hanging. We were hanging out with 
there them being that age because my boyfriend at that time flunked like three three years three grades <laughs> so he was at school with her Jeez. So, i know i'm like you're so dumb you <laughs> and i was already in college and you're like what am i attracting <laughs> what am I, exactly yeah. what am i attracting uh <laughs> i changed that guys anyway so um she mentioned that once i didn't think any of it i was like oh cool whatever uh we went partying whatever blah 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 nine months later my brother's girlfriend at the time said there's a guy in my classroom that wants to meet you. They were in college together. And and he he said that you know his sister. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, and but she gave me the... Because there was two Alejandros in her class. There was Alejandro Ramirez and then Alejandro uh, Rodriguez. So she confused them and she said it was Rodriguez. I'm like, I don't know any girls. My mouth doesn't do those sounds, <laughs> by the way. Alejandro Rodriguez. Alejandro Rodriguez. It sounds like I got I'm a like, stroke <laughs> if I dread Rodriguez. I was like, I don't know any girls with that last name. I don't. I don't. So I always stuck with Rodriguez. I was like, I don't know. So I don't know who you're talking about. And that was it, right? So then one day we're at the gym and he shows up because it was the one gym in the whole city. C4 didn't exist yet. <laughs> it didn't. I bet you he's using rip. Are you doing ripped fuel? Rip, what, what was the What was what the were old? You doing uh, back you doing, then? Uh, what? Just drinking beer. It was beer. Just beer. <laughs> there you go. That's beer it. at seven a.m. Yeah, a little carbo load. That's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up and I was I was I don't wear makeup to. To the gym, I don't. No, I, don't I think makeup at the gym is disgusting. It's the worst thing it makes ever. Me so gross. Now right? I'm like, I'm gonna break out. You yes, guys, you guys aren't even... trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I sweat a lot. I was like, now nah, there's no way. So, uh, so I'm like pink from doing cardio. No makeup. I didn't even like curl my eyelashes. They were like straight down. <laughs> so I curl these puppies, <laughs> and then which probably makes a big difference for the guys. I'm sure they really give a shit. <laughs> For us women, okay. Your eyelashes are closed. You're pink. This sounds fine. <laughs> and then this man shows up to say hi to his friend, which was my brother's girlfriend, right? But I was hiding, so he was. She was literally like doing like uh, sit ups or stretching. I think in the hallway, I was behind a wall that was here, and he saw her from the hallway, so he only could see her, and I was behind a wall that was blocking me. So he shows up and says hi to her and then looks at me, totally recognizes me, by the way, <laughs> freaking stalker over here. <laughs> and then introduces himself and says, hey, my name is Alejandro Ramirez. And I'm like, and it all made sense. I'm like, I know who your sister is. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you're so cute. Why the heck wouldn't you want to introduce us? This is your serendipitous moment. This is yeah, the moment. Like, like destiny tried to keep us apart, but not really. But we were connected in so many ways, but not really. And that's, then from there, it was just history. But that's a, be- that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. Thank that's, you. That, that goes to show, though, like, I think there's such power to, to, like, sort of having, you know, friends in common or, like, you know, like, you weren't set up by other people, but, like, th- there was a sort of validation. Like, yeah. if, if you didn't know, if there's no connection, you probably just would have been like, that's a cute guy. But there wouldn't have been that spark that was kind of like oh. yeah i would not have known that he had interest on me either yeah, yeah. i think like two like two or three months before that uh same my brother's girlfriend at the time because she's an ex-girlfriend let's name her betty betty had told me that um that 
he wanted to meet me and and she described him she's like he's tall blue eyes he's white and i'm like oh he's not my type because <laughs> <laughs> my type is literally like a boricua like a guy from puerto rico <laughs> Alejandro Ramirez, uh, <laughs> and i was like no that's not my type and she took that so serious that she stopped she just wow. stopped. She's like, okay, well, then I guess I won't introduce you. She's like, fuck, what the f- That's so funny. Yeah, you, you literally, you're, this ser- you like, you like were pushing serendipity out of the way. Yes. Looking for Mr. Right, but he, but he was right but around the, the corner. destiny Mr. was like, uh-uh, this is yours. You're going to get him whether right you wanted him or not. That's, that's what it's all about. I, th- yeah. I mean, Tasha and I met a couple years before we started dating and just, you know, the things weren't right. But then when it was right, we knew each other and it was like, you know, you just never know. You were meant to be. Well, s- single people need to like, <laughs> they need to, you know, you need to keep your eyes and ears open and not necessarily be looking for what's there. But when it smacks you upside the face you at the, to be in the stretching room, be ready. <laughs> so always curl your eyelashes is the point of the story. Oh my God. I was so like, I, I get mortified so when I work out. I get so so blotchy and red it's so bad and i was so mortified i'm like i wasn't wearing makeup what the hell blah 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 and and then like i was like i like i like i thought he was super cute even though the way she described him he was not my type he's still like i told him you're not my type but i'm in love with you i think you're gorgeous but in truth you're not my type like i'm not attracted to like i don't know if there's something about the blue eyes that there's so much stigma like in mexico like they're praised blue eyes are praised yeah, that's a social that thing yeah, i'm like against a, it because yeah. i'm always a rebel but in the end you're you're but blue eyes are beautiful well, I, no you're totally shitting on my culture it's fine <laughs> i think in the end you're attracted to similarities that you see in yourself and Maybe. it's not always eye color or whatever but like a lot of times people are attracted to something that's i mean like you know i don't know we're, no, we're not all similar, my girlfriend but, like in mexico all my mexican girlfriends are attracted to the blue eye so I think it was just me being rebellious. Interesting. Like, because the blue eye is praised in Mexico. The green eye is praised and in Mexico. And they're slutty. And they're slutty. <laughs> blue right. eyes are slutty? I feel like guys, you know, if you're thinking like, okay, Mexican guys, blue they can eyes, get, green they eyes, can they can get, get whoever they want. Yeah, they are slutty. But they're isn't there a slutty. social sort of um, hierarchy in Mexico between there is. those there's, like that kind of like the Spanish import yep. versus mm-hmm. like the Mayan? I could be so wrong with no, this, but you're not. when I studied you're abroad not. in France, I had friends from Mexico and I was like, oh, you know, I had this connotation of Mexico, but these were some of the wealthiest people I knew, yep. but they were part of that, you know, went to go visit them, gated community, like they were, they were part of that mexico tall like tall spanish tall mexico. blue eye yeah and they're very elitist fortunately his family is not like that uh they're very like super cool like they don't think that way like the it's nicest just, people that every, i've ever met every country that's been colonized which is every country every has country. their own unique issue with this hierarchy ours of course is 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 racial with with a black like we've got that that thing uh black white and then obviously now obviously with 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 what's going on politically we've got this wall this crazy wall thing i mean like how does someone with like family is your family from like um uh like tijuana area yes or, well my mom is from Guadalajara, Jalisco, so she's she's more Mexican than anything. And then my dad, like I said, he's half and half. So my grandmother, she was actually like like native, my not Mayan. I don't know what her Aztecan, like whatever, whatever yeah. her thing was. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds so so disrespectful. But whatever it's her, hard. It's hard to unpack was, it. Yeah, her tribe was, but it was more from the northern. Northern wasn't Mayan. It was something else. Um, but she's like straight from there. So she was, she was, I get the brown from her because my brothers are white. 
It's hilarious. <laughs> but you're wife. you're that mixture that that's be, that's like what that's what the world's becoming. You know what I mean? I am, done that, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is better. I mean, fuck. Look at me. I, I if I smile, you I get wrinkles. Even, I'm like, like go what? out in the sun without fifty SPF. Yeah, same, looking like a lobster. <laughs> my moles have heartbeats. They get like, what is you that? Do. I've that, got those are my brothers. It was hilarious because we would go to the beach. And I was a, ha- a happy camper afterwards, and my brothers were crying. They were crispy, red, <laughs> crispy. My mom was trying to put anything and everything on them so they would feel better. And I was like, eh. "Yeah." And I would just but there's walk away. that, yeah. There's that ginger, like Louis C.K. from Mexico. You know Louis C.K. Right? He's a ginger, oh, and, he I didn't gr- know and he grew that. up in Boston, but he's from Mexico, and uh, his, his dad, his parents are from Mexico. So like he, but like you don't realize that that's when you think of Mexico, you th- yeah, you think of the dark skin and the, kind of like where you got a the, lot of, yeah. but it's but it's a giant country. It's one of the largest countries in the world, and it's I think it's it's heartbreaking for me because I love I love Mexico. I've traveled all over Mexico, and it's like it's it's just a country that's you know well, I mean not that we're in any better shape, but like just it's got so many great beautiful natural resources the people are amazing i've always said my two favorite people or canada's good people too but belgium and mexico uh, of all the people oh, i've met are I've, just i don't think i've met people from belgium they're just they they've got no reason to be anything wait but nice. till you go to costa rica yeah, yeah costa rica they're is the bomb so nice they're right yeah they're really so nice, people. nice yeah oh you you'll love it but all of Central America. It. We went to Colombia. The Colombians were very nice. Yeah. Very humble people. Uh, they were great. But all the Colombian friends that I have are amazing. Yeah. They're all... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, in they Colombia, like party. they're all nice. <laughs> but they're so nice. Yeah. They're just like really warm-hearted people. Yeah. yeah. So like, so do you, do, you, do you still have family in Mexico? Yes. So my parents still live in Tijuana. Um, I was... I, so I was born in San Diego because my dad is a U.S. citizen. So all my mom's uh, OBGYNs were in the U.S., uh, because of my dad. So she got, back then it was so much easier, but even today, uh, because uh, she was married to a U.S. citizen, she was a, she would get the green card like automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then it was so easy. It was, oh, you're married to a U.S. citizen. Here's your green card. It was literally like that. My yeah. mom wasn't even interested. She's like, wait, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> she got a green card. So my dad's like, my grandfather was like, no, you're not going to have your children in Mexico. They're going to be American. There's no way, blah, blah, blah. My, my grandfather in a way was very, actually very racist. And he was scared that one of us would be brown but after my brothers were white he was fine with me being brown it's hilarious. But was that was that more because he was afraid you'd be judged or probably because yeah. he himself was yeah brought up racist yeah. so it's a very interesting story he wasn't racist by the time he died but uh but he was brought up racist like well i think even if you're not like one of those people that actively has like hateful feelings towards someone different from you you are aware that there are people out there who have hateful feelings towards yeah. people who are different and i think his household was very racist though so yeah. he even if he didn't want to feel that but just by living through it, he felt that, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, and, it's- and it's important to just acknowledge all the racial differences. If you, if you really think you're blind to it, or like, I don't see color. It's like, well, That's then you're probably, yeah, like, yeah, just I see it. Because my brothers would get red and I was fine. In <laughs> it's like, see I it up with and it. appreciate it. But also know that like, you just have, that's, that's what you're working with. We all have something in our toolbox we're working with or, or, or against. Race exists. Yeah. It's just, how are you race culturally? That's all. Yeah. Don't be racist. <laughs> so you can literally drive, you, you just do drive down to visit. All the to time. Tijuana. All the time. And oh, I fine. see the new border and it's the new wall. It's so lame. <laughs> yeah why because just, when he said he was gonna build the wall i pictured <laughs> i picture like the chinese great wall you know like super like 
like two walls, like super thick, like it's just like a piece of metal. I think look that I, you can cut through with a chainsaw. Well, they, they, like, they, they, they just cut, found they a, cut right through it. They, the they, other they, day. Well, the steel. Yeah, they, they just did? found. A, yeah, <laughs> they found a tunnel that that was made very easily. Someone made a tunnel, and people were just walking. Right no, through. it's the biggest. I mean, the whole thing's a crock of shit. Everybody knows it that is. like border crossings have been declining steadily, like down forty percent. Trump's got a, a state. Of, yeah. He's doing a state of the, not a state. Of the, he's doing a speech Two-thirds today. Two thirds of all illegal immigrants are actually like visa overstays like they, <laughs> they fly no. in and they get a visa it's a bunch of us it's stay. a bunch of australian bros fucking our women <laughs> that's what it is there's a bunch of surfers named tony that are like yeah but like, i can't do an accent but it's, it's yeah and it's just propaganda and it, he knows he has to get the thing made or he's not going to be reelected. it's it's pretty safe to it, say that that's like, if the he only reason get this why our made, government is shut down right now to yeah. be honest and you know luckily as he someone needs to come through for the man. for the for but the Republicans, <laughs> it's tough because it's it's just a, such a miscarriage. Like, it, there's so much fear stoked from like like just there's, the, the Mexican culture is so beautiful. Like, we had we went down to Rosarito for a, a wedding. Rosarito, 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 Rosarito for yeah. a wedding, and that's just right south of Tijuana, I believe. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. it's fucking great. We're eating. We're eating a uh, what's it? What's the um the lobster? dessert? What's the dessert? Oh. We're on the steak highway. Steak and lobster is the best in Rosarito. It's, it's the like best. A steak it is and the best. lobster dinner for twelve bucks. He misses <laughs> it. He can't cross yet because he's still in active duty. And he's like, can you just bring me some tacos? And I'm like, they're going to be so saggy. Like, <laughs> by the time you sit yeah. through the traffic for an hour. That's what how I do love you, about. Do you have like a fast, but how do you get through the traffic on if the way back? If you have a passport card, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not eligible for the century because my brother has a record. Oh. <laughs> um, so but you can't get something because your brother? No. Or because, because I'm w- directly related to him. Really? He, and he, I've argued before. I'm like, I was 13. Like, I had no idea what he was doing. We're seven years apart. There's like, there, uh, like, I argued. I already appealed. At any point, and at any point, do care. you at any point do you move on from that? Is there a certain time frame? I'm framework? hoping, but now probably with Trump, after I like seven not. to ten years. <laughs> I don't know. That's it's weird. been. It's been. Wait, so your brother's uh, got a? It's almost going to be twenty years. There's no way because That's your brother so has wild. a record. You can't do the fast pass i can't do this yeah the global century so but there's three ways to cross there's a regular passport there's a passport card which is called the ready lane and then there's a sentry wait but what what did your brother do now i'm really curious <laughs> oh, i don't know if he would like me to uh, make it public but it wasn't bad it wasn't he didn't kill anyone <laughs> <laughs> it is bad you don't have was, to share it if you don't want it, to. it was bad because it was illegal but he didn't kill anyone i do we do illegal <laughs> shit every day it's whatever it was, it was something comparable to a dui but it's it wasn't well, we a had a guest okay. our, we had a guest actually it airs next week our valentine's episode who he's a comic who used to who get you know got busted for like 200, 200 pounds of marijuana like yeah. so it's like it's look, something in that yeah. but it's crazy because <laughs> now we're drinking way. our happy tea yet know, you know what right? i mean it's he still gets yeah for the that. whole drug trade <laughs> the whole drug trade's banana land it's banana, yeah, it's land. banana but, land but um but and anyway I get, and i get effed by so that so you're stuck in traffic do you call your brother when you're stuck so in traffic every like, time i'm like thank you and i have ibs guys like <laughs> i get nervous just to be like back in the day so back in the day i used to cross the border every day i crossed the border every day for 10 years this is a long time wow, wow. this is how Why? i developed my because i lived in tj but my parents wanted me to go to school in the u.s so i could get the english yeah this is what 99 percent of the u.s doesn't understand because now that we're in socal we can't we can see it but yeah people you can live you can like literally as a cross U.S. Citizen, the country you can to live go to in school Mexico it's 
a lot faster to walk across than drive across but of course my parents like the best for their children (laughs) and they put us on a school that was 40 minutes away from the border (laughs) not the one right across you're going to school in the states mija yeah and i was like why can't i just go to the one that's right across the border because that doesn't have the best gpa (laughs) so they put good for your your parents yeah yeah well yes yes and no because that put my mom crossing the border for twice a day to take me and to pick me up for and like that's like eight hours six years. each yeah. time wow. for six years and it was so the first year was before 9-11 the la- the next five years was after 9-11 it was brutal jeez it, the, the, the border weight changed so much after 9-11 which is reasonable it's reasonable I would have done the same if it was my country fuck that you which know? is bananas because they fucking flew a plane out of Boston but I get it it's just like they just have to protect yeah. themselves anyway so but my mom had to do that for such a long time we were doing border weights of like three to four hours Boy, your mom's my mother mom is, mother of the year i'm gonna have my mom, my mom listen to this just to make her feel guilty because I, <laughs> I remember calling my mom up being like mom don't basketball she's like i gotta come get you and, but yeah you know what raquel's mom <laughs> drove across countries <laughs> you don't <laughs> to need give a passport. Her better education <laughs> you don't need a passport to get me <laughs> She lives like five minutes from the school. She's got a, you know, she's got a full bladder. She's no, got a crust. Of- nobody gave my mom credit for the longest time. And I, this past Christmas, I made it a point to, because I've been practicing being grateful and all this. And What's I've, your mom's first name? Lourdes. Lourdes. Actually, it's Maria. Maria. Maria They're Lourdes. all Maria Lourdes. Yeah. Maria Lourdes. <laughs> all, all her sisters are Marias. And then they have a They're name. all Marias? It, it was a thing in Mexico. You would name them Maria and then a name. And then their name was their name, not the Maria. But that's just a Catholic thing. Yeah, it's and so Catholic, And then all the guys yeah. were Jose something. Because it's, it's like Jose and Maria are the parents yeah. of Jesus. Well, yeah. uh, muchas gracias, Maria. Muchas gracias. <laughs> but no, seriously, I made it a point to give my mom that credit and I was like because I'm trying to be more grateful and, and I've always been grateful but I want to be more grateful <laughs> and I was like damn my mom did all this like nobody has given her credit for this or like applaud her so I was wow. at the Christmas dinner I was like you know what guys nobody has given my mom credit for this and I just put it out there and they're like holy shit that's <laughs> so true mom you cross you've crossed more than all of us <laughs> you like, that's right that's right and i'm like let's give applause to my mama and yeah and my wow. mom it kind of like it's sink, it's sink sunk sunk in she didn't realize it either Dude, that's moms, why i said it out moms loud moms will literally cross borders moms will do anything and that's anything when, when you not look all at, moms but most of the moms well moms had you, that that just have that understanding i mean that you know you you know like my mom my mom was a single mom right so she she worked in a different oh, she's state a warrior. she didn't she didn't cross the border <laughs> But yeah, she did sales. She wasn't like you know, just in her car, like you know, all day long. Just, just it's the same. And we thing. were we were just kind of like we'd survive with a babysitter. But like she didn't have shit. She didn't have she didn't take shit from Damn. the government. And then she was, and then and now she's kind of like the mother. Like she remarried, and she's they're they're very successful now. And like, but there's that look back of like that grind. Oh, and but it's good like, for her, moms. Yeah, right and moms. it's and so when we complain about the traffic or the, we always i mean it's and it's natural we you complain about you know it's, whatever it's our human yeah but you state yeah but then we look at those things and we go fuck raquel's mom drove she bordered <laughs> she bordered it yeah yeah that's like, fucking, i can't complain about yeah. traffic my mom crossed the border twice a day so how did you get so so were you a you a citizen yeah so you had my brothers citizens. and i were burnt uh, Burn. We were burned in the U.S. <laughs> born. Burned in the born U.S. Born yeah. in uh, in San Diego. Okay. Uh, my mom had all her, you know, uh, care. Uh, what is it? Prenatal and natal care. Is that how you say it? Yeah. In the U.S., she did. She never had anything in Mexico. It's not like 
there's a lot of instances, and this is very common, that women would get her, their care in TJ and then just cross to have their babies. That was in my mom's case. My mom did have her doctor in the U.S. Um, I, I, she always says his name because she had the same doctor for the three of us. Dr. Jose. What was it, Dr. Lab? No, he was American. It was a Dr. Lab or something like that. And I want to remember. Anyways, and uh, it was funny because she, she always says this joke. I should actually use this for my stand-up, but she's like... Well, he was there for your for your for your brother's um, birth, but for you, he was actually in Costa Rica or something like that. He was out of out of the town because you were early, Raquel. You were supposed to come until November, and you came in October. So the doctor that received you was a Dominican doctor, and that's why you're brown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that makes he sense. He passed on the color to you. <laughs> like, oh I'll give God, you Mama. this uh, Instagram filter. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. You're this pleasant shade. <laughs> he totally passed on the color to you. You were, you were white in my in my womb, but he passed on the color when he got you. That's <laughs> science. That makes perfect sense to me. I, we had, we're almost at an hour, and I wanted to ask you a few questions before we go. Okay. So how I want this is a complete uh, left turn. So how how have you been able to manage dealing with? creeps online because you've got a you've got a sizable instagram following do you does your boy does your boyfriend does your husband read the comments does is it are they polite one of us do you don't don't even you don't even go there no you know what uh the way i ended up in this industry because i was actually in biochemistry majoring in biochemistry is because i wanted to pay for school uh I decided uh, that i was going to post for playbook to pay for school really my husband was on he's like totally do it like you need to pay, you need that money to go to school because honestly, aside from my parents and my husband, I mean, only my parents and my husband, sorry, are the only ones that seen my intellectual side. And my husband was like, Sorry about that. The, 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 mic, the mic gave out as soon as you said Playboy. The mic, Playboy, like, the mic went limp. <laughs> Shouldn't it be the other way around? Yeah. <laughs> um, my, uh, they're the only ones that see my intellectual side. My husband's like, you can't give up on school. Like you have a, you, you have a future. And look at me. I'm not even. I didn't even finish. Um, and he's and uh, I've always modeled. I've always been a model. Uh, but I stayed short. So I'm I'm fi- I'm five six. And uh, and then when I hit puberty, I got a butt. <laughs> and to my did the, agent, did the doctor give you the butt too? Yeah, yeah. Your, <laughs> here's your ass. Here's your ass. <laughs> so to my agent, I was fat, and I was like, I'm I'm 17. I shouldn't be worrying about my weight. I was actually a pretty smart girl because most women would have been like, Oh my god, I'm fat, and like obsess about it and have issues because that's that's what we do as women. And fortunately, I had such a good base in my family that i didn't think that i just thought i'm not gonna lose screw this guy i'm just gonna focus on school so that's what i did from like i don't know like 18 to like 22 but i was still modeling on the side i had a bunch of photographer friends that still wanted to shoot me and i was like yeah let's shoot so my uh co-worker said just post for like something like sports illustrated get the money and then just finish school like go back to modeling and do like print work and i'm like it's 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 easy to say but like no major agency is going to get me by five six because they only see that first and then they see if you can do print work you know yeah and she's like post for playboy i'm like haha you're funny like i'm already married (laughs) (laughs) i told my husband my husband's like yeah totally post for Playboy." (laughs) so the joke's on me right (laughs) is that how it works you just decide to post for playboy and then you no you don't it took a lot more talk it took a lot more mentally and physically mentally but that's a very classy. I mean, I mean, it sounds funny to say, but like Playboy is a very like artistic. It is, shot. but in it's a way, a like my parents. I grew up with Playboys around my house. My parents are very open mind, but my parents' family aren't. 
Yeah. yeah. I Everyone think Tasha's around. the same way though, right? Like where you're 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 probably open mind to that, but your family's not in the sense that yeah. like but like are your parents like open to that? No, they would not be cool with it. Yeah. They're not open so, sexually. Like, no, yeah. they're not very so, like But my parents were, so in a way that kinda kinda gave me like a little green light to do it. I had never had an issue with nudity. Like mm-hmm. I come from a family where there's no shame. <laughs> and that's all it is a shame because it's, it's all like shame. I have got I've got tits that are lo- that these tits could be very <laughs> female sized tits. Yet I can go out and show them on Instagram and you can't. That, yeah, that's very, yeah. I, I I totally understand how fun. Wow, but the guys are gonna go nuts. It's a fucking. It's a weird place for it. But weird yeah, place. we're like you know we're trying to. I don't think you live. You go through that in Europe though, right? No, no that's yeah. the thing. It really is a cultural. It's thing a cultural or like thing. a family thing. You're either raised with this sort of like cover up, or, or you're not. And I don't think the not. guys are any less obsessed with tits. You just learn to live with it in a way that's not like that like cartoon. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it's like you think that. But you go, hey, how's it going? What's the weather like today? And then, like, you walk around the corner and go, whoa, boy, that was a tough one. And it's like, and that's fine. That's like, we're supposed to appreciate you know a what? woman's beauty. I feel the same way with guys' tits. I'm sorry. But it comes down to the sec- the level of sexual, how sexual you are. It's just that. Some women have a higher sexual, what is it, like, drive or, uh, or whatever. Yeah. Some women don't give a shit. And I'm pretty sure that some men don't give a shit about tits and care more about butt or the other way around. Yeah. It's all about perspective. It all comes out to an individual perspective. Appreciate the individual's beauty, yeah. but it, but it, but anyway. So like, yeah, if you're if you're living with shame, it's like I'm going to do this in the secret or have a stage name. It's like what the fuck? It's too bad. It's too bad that we feel that way. But it like, I don't I don't blame. Way. I mean, as my parents are Puritan Catholic, like I get it. But like, we're just chasing. We're so far behind a lot of that that European model it's, of just yeah, like we're so it. behind. Yeah, your tits so behind. And you think we're behind here? Go to Mexico. <laughs> oh yeah, that's and that's a Catholic. It's a Catholic. Yeah. I'm New England Catholic. So, Mexicans are all Catholic. It's yeah. a, it's it's a religion thing. Turtlenecks and repression. Yeah. That's all it is. And it's like uh, Adam and Eve were naked in their Eden. I'm just <laughs> saying. It all comes down to how guilty you are. <laughs> but they had those giant leaves. Those fucking <laughs> repressed but that's what leaves. They, that's what how they portray them we don't know if it's true maybe they were just completely naked yeah they were fucking <laughs> fuck yeah um so so but anyways you, it all comes down to what, what, what was the question well, I, we were I talking was, about playboy and, and just dealing with uh, oh the creeps so when i became a playmate i mean trying to put in a nutshell so what year is this give me a timeline i here. was playing miss i was miss april 2012 Jeez, i sounded wow. creepy asking i'm not I asking know. but everyone's paused and now they're googling you <laughs> don't don't google and drive Especially me. <laughs> April 2012. And okay. then I was uh, Playmate of the Year 2013. Hey, congrats. Wow. I was the first Mexican-American Playmate of the wow. Year. Wow. That is How amazing. crazy, right? Stepping stones. We get royalty on the podcast. Nah. This is great. I'm just another human being could be affected from an earthquake. Just this you. <laughs> Are you a big in Mexico then? No. Does it I'm translate? not big anywhere. Uh, Playboy is... is, is it's popular in a different way and and you're only famous in the playboy community that's it like yeah nobody else recognizes me anymore well, tasha <laughs> did a shoot right you did a shoot with a, a photographer who's who's had a lot of his work picked up in mexico and it, it? Um, santiago Perez you should introduce him or whatever but um he's um uh, you know and then you've you've done you like went to coachella with him and for, for a shoot and and it ended up being on some mexican um in some mexican newspaper i think right Ooh, Your photos. Girl. so like so but then so i'm reading comments trying to google translate on her and be like the fuck's this guy saying and he literally said something and i translate it to like 
you have a cute backpack. And I'm like, man, <laughs> fuck that slang. But then I look at the photo and she had a cute backpack on. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, never that was mind, a, never very mind. fair. That was a cute backpack. <laughs> very fair. That was very nice of you to compliment her backpack. No, but when you first are Playboy and you get the creep of the creep the, yeah. instead of the creme of the creme, the creep of the creep, <laughs> you learn to just ignore. The you creep have, of the creep. I think we should call that this, this episode the creeps of the, the creep of the, the creep. creep of the creep. You learn to ignore it. One. From day one. Two, I've never given a fuck ever in my life. Sorry, can we cuss here? Yeah. Yes. I've never given a fuck. Obviously, a poor playboy, even though my family's very Catholic. Um, two, none of those people pay for my bills. Yeah. And the yeah. people who do, do not wish me anything like that. <laughs> yeah. And three, you have to look at the IQ from who is coming from. Yeah. That's so That's so important because all these issues I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm fighting against with the internet, the people that are against the Gillette ad, the people that are against taking a knee, all these issues are people we wouldn't have given a voice to in the past. No. It is such a small percentage of people that I think if we all gave and, and again don't get me wrong there's there's instances where i'll be proven wrong where there's like hateful speech from people with a, with the following uh-huh. but if you just expect the best out of people and don't listen to those people online because for whatever reason the algorithm is set up for someone some bad apples to say shit and then it creates this firestorm of negativity uh-huh. that's way bigger than the initial comment and we just have to like ignore them so i think that's good for you to ignore them there's nothing worse than deal when like combating it it just doesn't no one feels no, you're good com- after. You just have to see, are you going to get to their level? Yeah. It, it, it's an IQ thing. They think that way because they probably don't think a lot. Yeah. They yeah. don't think more than what they want to think. And and also, um, what was the thing that I was going to say? I totally blanked out. <laughs> I do that all the time. It's, uh, yeah, but it, it's, it's, you're dealing... Well, a lot of times when I'm, when I'm dealing with like an internet troll or somebody who's got a different point of view, I think of them as somebody I would sit at the dinner table with, but in reality, they wouldn't exactly. be invited over they the wouldn't. house. That's, what, that's yeah. what I was going to say. You got to think who it's coming from because half of these people got a voice because of social media. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had... No, no editorial would have given them a voice because what are your credits? Yeah. What have you done? And my biggest thing... <laughs> tad bit conspiracy driven is that i think you know a lot of i think i think these pr campaigns benefit very greatly from stoking the fire of the negative responses Mm -hmm. it's billions of dollars worth of pr they're getting for free the whole monetary system of how the media is making their money is all it's all a dumpster fire and it's all and the only people cashing in on the divide is the media and and where in the blogs and all these social media so it's just like there's gonna there's gonna have to come a time where we just um we just decide like look like that's not how the majority think the majority i think we're in i think we're we're still we're we're fighting towards a good place with feminism with with equality yeah. and all that and then but but the but the who who sells the most media the, the guy building the wall you know well, who sells more what sells more drama and sex yeah. yeah we have to look at that yeah so uh, share the podcast well, friendliness but you know <laughs> so like i i opt for sex <laughs> Listen, i don't uh, like drama let's just think about sex all the time <laughs> so if you want to support the podcast uh share it with your friends and uh, thank yeah. you first of all we gotta sex get out actually here. You not got, drama yeah come back come back anytime we Yay! should all go out and uh, if you ever have any shows let us know how can people find your info oh share it's it so them. easy it's my initial r and then my last name which is not easy p-o-m as in mary p-l-u-n as in nancy all across the board r pomplin r pom what does pomplin stand for like what is that it's a it's in German, 
and it's the German family. So I was a Nazi. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, uh, but it is, it means a person from Pamplona. So okay. I guess the very first person that created our family in Germany was a Spanish <laughs> yeah, there you go. It all circles back. It all circles back to Spain. Raquel from Pamplona. <laughs> and uh, so that's all. That's your Instagram and all that? Yep, our Pomplin. And then uh, and then Tasha's at? At Tasha Courtney. Everyone go, there, go, go send Tasha some love. Tasha and I have to do a happy tea photo. Take a happy yeah, tea yeah, photo. Yeah. We have to do it. And honestly, <laughs> and, uh, I'm not, I'm, I don't know about you guys, I'm not paid to say this, but it's pretty tasty. It's pretty tasty. It's amazing. And, uh, and if it's too sweet for you, just add a water, but it's amazing. Add some LaCroix to it. It'll <laughs> yeah. be great. I'm LaCroix, it's the best idea. Look, if you need to go uh, hiking up a mountain, throw some C4 on top. <laughs> throw, throw a little C4 up top. We'll be fine. Uh, thanks so much for doing the podcast. Thank Open invite. Come back me. anytime. Yes. Everybody, this is the Sex Actually podcast. Thank you. Bye. 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 S-A-X.